2: Art show, yeah, yeah, not your mama's art show. Yeah, wherever we go, not your mama's art show. Not your yeah. it's not your mama's art show. Not your mama's art show Hey, 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 welcome to Not Your Mama's Art Show. Today Well, first off I'm Zach Jones. <laughs> I'm
1: Whoops. new to this.
2: <laughs> to the right, to my right is Chelsea Aiken, and today we have the Dark Lord of Waco, Texas. Yeah. What up? Sean Skellington.
1: <coughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs>
2: with his patented monster from Necroelectric.
1: <laughs> <laughs> from my life in general. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Were you one of those kids that had like a chain with the the caps on it? No, <laughs>
1: with the caps on it. With the
0: tabs,
2: like
1: you Oh, like kissing tabs?
0: No, like these.
1: No, like I know. Monster ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm from California, so I don't know. That was like I- a
0: big thing when I was in school. Like the tabs, everybody would put it on like a chain. That's fucking weird. It's like, how many monster tabs have you like drank? I guess.
1: <sighs> well, I don't even want to know. <laughs> no, where I'm from, we used to bust them off. They're called kissing tabs, and you just give them to broads when you're, like, 10. Oh. <laughs> it's just a way to.
2: That so. works. That works. <laughs> that works. They, they do some different things in California. Yeah. Which is things awesome. I like it. Shoot, I'm from Nevada, so not far That'd be
1: off. weird. It would cut
2: you up if you had, like, a ton of those tabs. I guess, yeah. I've, I mean, I remember seeing them. Just kids just yeah. had, like, rings of them because they thought they were badass. Yeah. a badass drinking monster at 16 or whatever. Oh, shit. But, yeah, it was whatever, man. Dude, it's so good to see you in here, man. Awesome to have you back. So when did you start doing art, brother?
1: Uh I don't know. Like my whole life, dude. Whole life? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I always have like my whole life I've uh I've made a living almost off of art in different forms, you know? Yeah. So like like little kid shit, like I, I did the same exact shit I do now. But yeah. then you'd go to arts art class and your teacher would be like, That's not art, and you know, like <laughs> art is like Renaissance age, realistic, like you could touch it, you know, kind of art. Yeah. And this is like bullshit. And that, so that would like discourage me. And I would just, just you like, know, you're trash. Yeah, <laughs> keep it to myself. <laughs> and then, um, and then I did music and then I did, uh, tattooing. You know, I did a street shop thing for like almost 10 years. Heck yeah. And then, uh, that kind of ruined art for me because, like, uh, street shops, you, you're just doing flash all day. Yeah. yeah. And like, you're like, oh, do something cool. Come in, get something cool. And they're like, um, let me get an affinity sign. <laughs> You're like fuck, bitch. <laughs> like, it's my third one today. You know, like so, and then it becomes like work.
2: Well, it should be like Wayne's World, where it's like it says no stairway to heaven. Instead, it should yeah. be like no no infinity signs, crosses, <laughs> all day. All day was <laughs>
1: script and fucking infinity signs and friendship shit. I lived in like a weird town. It was just oh soccer moms like tattoos. So that weird. sounds awful. Yeah, and then I uh, gave that up once I had sold my shop, and then uh, I moved here. <laughs> you moved here to Wake. Yeah, I started doing marketing <laughs> and stuff for other companies, and then uh, you know, and then obviously I opened my shop, yeah. and then I I just started. Well, the pandemic hit. Oh yeah. And then uh, you know, Facebook's toxic, so I just started painting again, not giving a shit if people liked it or not. Hell but yeah. then people started buying them, so. That's badass. So then I just busted it all out.
0: And you do it, like, on different mediums, too. You do, like, tables and jewelry boxes and stuff like that, too, right?
1: Yeah, I met – Lori Love is from Texas, Mm -hmm. and uh, when I first opened the shop at our first market – she had like a table that she had just like done like some Alice in Wonderland shit on or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, that's inspiring. That's cool, man. You know? And so I was like, Oh I'll do some monsters on my own tables. Hell yeah. And then I posted pictures and then people are like, Hey, let me buy it. You know, it's like sure. <laughs> there you <laughs> go, that works out yeah. really well. And then uh and then just from there, it's like ever since the shop's been open, I sell, you know, a few hundred dollars in art every week, sometimes day. So that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, you're inspired by the horror movie genre, which... Yeah, that's all I care about, really. I brought <laughs> you guys some stuff. <laughs> oh, dude. These are some of my prints.
2: Hell, yes. That's amazing. Thank you so much. really appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Do you so, use,
0: like, spray paint and acrylic?
1: Yeah, I kind of... Um, so, like, I'm not, like, an art snob or anything where I'm like, oh, I got to have, like, mm-hmm. you know, all the proper tools. I, whatever I have is what Hell I have. yeah, yeah. And um and Scoob turned me on to because I used to just do black and gray. Yeah. And then Scoob turned me on to he's like, uh, doing colored backgrounds, you know. And I was like, all right. So I actually spray paint all my canvases first, and then I'll just go kind of etch, and then I'll I'll spray, you know, like like with this one, it's kind of a weird one. That one's awesome. So I spray painted the fuck out of the canvas, and then I you know I just did a general shape of her face with the blue, and then you know with the fucking sweater and shit. I mean, you can see my my uh, spray paint marks, and then I just go in with a brush, whatever brush I have. I, I tend to use the like Japanese script brushes. Oh, that's yeah. great! But I ruin them all the time because once you once you touch acrylic paint. To spray paint, <laughs> it'll harden your brush and you're fucked after that painting. Thank so. God those are cheap. Like, the little, the little <laughs> yeah.
2: acrylic brush. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. I've gone through so many of those, like, Michael's, like, $5 set of brushes or something like that. Cause That's where it's at, dude. I don't do, like, I don't want to go spend 16 bucks on a damn brush. Like, I'm not going to take care of it. I know myself as a human being. I'm the guy with the messy room. I'm the guy who, like, you have, like, you go in my room and, like, it's just paintbrushes stuck in water still. Like, yeah. they haven't painted in, like, two days. And it's like,
1: well, well that's about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and my art doesn't call for, like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's it's trashy art is it's, how I look at it. You know what I mean?
2: Well, I don't know. I think that's some of the best shit, though. Like, that's yeah. the best stuff. It's better than the fucking, like, some of the gallery shit that we see every day. You know yeah. what I
1: mean? because that shit's just it's, but that's, it's, that's where I feel those brushes if you're trying to like replicate life you know, oh yeah then you, then you need you need all those tools but if you're just trying to draw some monsters and fucking make shit look cool fucking definitely so you're obviously inspired by horror so like
2: I gotta know like some like you can just rec- I know the whole like three favorites is like a bullshit question but like what are like three horror movies that you just keep going back to
1: Uh, or as far as like coolness or, or like just what you like yeah uh, I like Monster Squad. Yes. You guys remember that yeah, one? Yeah, that's a great one. Um, Hellraiser is my all-time favorite. I have, I don't know if, if you see my office. I have like all Hellraiser everything. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I like really weird movies like, um, uh, Disremember Mama or like, uh, uh like Nightbreed. Just like yeah. off. Clive Barker's yeah. Nightbreed, that one's an
2: under, that's in, that's a small, like, one. It's amazing yeah. as hell, though.
1: My mom was, like, a waitress, so she, you know, there's, like, I don't, I don't know if you know my backstory or whatever. My dad was a murderer. He murdered a guy, went to prison. Fuck, He was okay. an outlaw, like, all kinds of crazy shit. I was raised by bikers and stuff, and my mom had me when she was 15. Mm-hmm. She dropped out of school, and then she became a waitress, and then we had, like, zero money. So, like, basically, she would prep my meals, like, you know, on the floor, like, in plates, like, wrapped. And then I would just chill in our apartment all day. I just raised myself on, and she was an avid horror fan. Yeah. So we had all these VHSs of, like, horror, like, just random shit. Oh,
0: yeah. My mom was the exact same way with horror movies. Like, I remember being six and watching Saw for the first time and just being utterly traumatized (laughs) by it.
1: My mom was into 70s movies. Yeah. yeah. They're the worst, especially for, like, if you're, like, six or seven and, and your mom's, like, busting out these vintage movies that are, just gnarly. There's like gore and yeah, just everything you know. <laughs>
2: back back in the day with the sheep's entrails and like all that stuff that they would use, it was nutty. Yeah. My uh, <laughs> my grandma lived with us back when I was a kid. Like we lived with my dad, and she was catatonic. Like she just would she d- didn't do anything except for smoke cigarettes, drink coke, and like sit on the couch and watch two movies. One of which was Child's Play. Nice. And so one of the, my scariest moments was, like, I was, like, 10, and I walk in, and, like, Chucky's, like, got the bag over the dude's head in the car. Yeah. And he's, like, just strangling this dude. And I'm just, like, traumatized, going, ah! <laughs> you
1: yeah. see, you seen I have the original dolls from the yeah. 90s? Yeah, it
2: freaked me the fuck out when I went on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like,
1: no! <laughs> Did you guys see the newest one?
0: Yeah, we watched it in theaters.
2: Yeah, it was
1: actually really good. I liked uh, it. I thought Aubrey it was Plaza? good. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was great until so the ending. I thought they copped out on the fucking ending. Yeah. yeah they, uh. You know, the, with the cop, like, not, I, I, I thought if I directed that fucking movie, mm-hmm. I would have had the cop, still think that andy killed everybody yeah you know what i mean for them to do the like the 10 year old like beat down of the doll at the yeah. end and like it was happy oh, ending man. i was like oh that's fucking lame yeah. but everything else up to it i thought was dope <laughs> yeah. yeah all those 80s and 70s freaking horror movies usually don't end very
2: well anyway <laughs> mm-hmm. especially if you watch the weird ones oh my god jesus christ so uh yeah
0: <laughs> so how long have you been like Owning your own business like I know you recently moved to Texas what like two three years
1: Two years almost uh, I've, I've never been one for like a job mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always I'm always working that's mm-hmm. the sacrifice is I work seven days a week like probably 12, 14 hours a day doing things yeah but I, I don't I don't listen to anybody. I do what I want yeah. <laughs> you know but that's been my whole life like I've you know like even in high school like I kind of cheated my way through high school. And I got to go to art school my senior year, mm-hmm. and then and I got a um, associates in uh, back or associates in uh, fucking industrial art, industrial printing. Okay. at like a trade school type thing. Sweet. Yeah. And then I just left and I went and on tour and played and played and played and then came back and just worked odd jobs to pay whatever I had to pay. Yeah. And then uh yeah and then just tattooing because that was another kind of you're working but it's freedom, mm-hmm. you know.
0: How long have you been? You're still in a band, right? Like, mm-hmm. when did that start?
1: Uh, this current band I'm in.
0: Or in any band that you've I've been playing? I've been playing
1: in, in bands since I was like 12. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah always. <laughs> Death metal bands, punk rock bands. Uh, Last Name on the Coffin was started as more of a deathcore band. It's the band I'm in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we've, we just put out a new music video for a cover song of Night Prowler from ACDC. Oh like yeah! That. So we've been doing a little bit more rock stuff. Zach worked on us on a video. The last one we did, oh, Love nice. the Ghost.
2: Sad-ass. I love doing that.
1: I was like working with Sean
2: on his video stuff. It's always fun as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we still doing? You still doing that movie you were doing?
1: Yep, it's still going. Oh my gosh! It, you know, just got delayed. Jordan ha- got married. She had a big wedding. Yeah, and then, you know the fucking COVID, trying to get yeah. people together to all in one area at one time. Do doing it safely? It's it's hard. No, that makes so. total sense. Where'd you come up with the idea to do that? Like, your like, yeah, the movie. I'm always pushing, um, because I love my podcast. I, I love my podcast, mm-hmm. and I love you know Kylie and and working with Jordan and everything. And uh, I don't know whatever I can do to um, just expand on it. Definitely, you know, it's fun. And you got the Skellingtons as well, which is like the yeah. web series,
2: which is dope as fuck. Like, it's like got the oddities vibe. Remember that. Like the TLC show, the Oddities, or the Oddities of New York, or something like that. It has that kind of vibe to it, but like it's more relatable than yeah. those crazy. <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, that's it. the thing
1: with the curi- with our shop. It's uh, that's why we're a curiosities and not an oddities. shop, mm-hmm. yeah. pretty much. We're kind of both, but we we emphasize on the curiosities because most oddity shops are like weird antique shops where like mm. you go in, they're like, oh, check out this. 1840 fucking anal stretcher or something. It's like, like nobody that just freaks people out and, yeah, just and it's, a little it's bit. teeny tiny niche market. You know, mm-hmm. we have like a lot of spooky stuff, but then our store is also kind of like an adult hot topics. We have mm-hmm. like all kinds of cool fashion from like living dead threads, dark injury, which is my company. And, uh, Modern ministry, which is Kylie's, and you know, heck yeah, we have collectibles and just a little bit of everything. But we oh, taxidermy a, ducks. We do. We have so lots cute. of taxidermy ducks, yeah, and Kylie <laughs> does those, right? Yeah, those are the best. Oh my god, yeah, she loves the taxidermy <laughs> art. I
2: don't know why I keep getting the freaking Funko Pops that you keep bringing in. Like I picked up a thirty-five dollar Frankenstein from y'all, just nice. like and
1: I was like, dude. Oh, you got the one with the flower? Yes, yeah, yeah. that
2: thing was super. Well, I mean, that's like that's a deep cut. Like that's like that's not just like oh, it's Frankenstein. It's he's got the little flower from the first movie yeah, with like the little girl, which is just amazing. And, and they're out. hard
1: to find. Like the second those things hit the shelves they are gone. Oh yeah. Cause no. people just buy them just to eBay them and shit. Fucking the fucking worst. Yeah. So speaking of music again,
2: one of the funniest stories I've ever heard you tell is how you got your first guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us that story?
1: <laughs> uh, you talk about the one that, um, uh, which I've had so many guitars. You're talking <laughs> about. Remember,
2: you stole the one dude's guitar, and you told. The oh skateboard. yeah, for the for the
1: um, Silver Legacy <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was the whole thing. So in Reno, I was in this metal band with uh, all my friends, and the Silver or it wasn't Silver Legacy. It was the Hilton. The Hilton had just opened a brand new uh, club right in the middle of the casino floor. It was called the Garage, and it had this giant fucking stage like the. Van Halen or something you could play on. Mm-hmm. But when you look out, it's just a sea of uh, coin machines and all the old fucking ladies and shit, they're all just facing it, you know? <laughs> and then the, we had played a, a club that was really popular in Reno called the Del Mar. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, all the, you know, System of a Down, Incubus, like all those Papa Roach, like back in the day, they all came through that club. Mm-hmm. And since we lived there, we could pack it with all of our friends. So the booker was just looking at numbers, like, okay, what local bands like bring numbers? And then they got, they are like, hey, they hit us up. Like, hey, they didn't listen to our music. They didn't know we were, like, this crazy fucking band. And they're like, do you want to play this show? And we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we do. (laughs) And then then we all kind of huddled and we're like, hey, like, no matter what happens, like, let's not hit the distortions. Let's not scream. Let's not do anything until, like, we got the green light ready to go. And uh, my bass player, Nick Caprioli, um, at the time, we were trying to upgrade all of our stuff, so he pawned some stuff. But you had to be um, 18 or something to buy. They had some weird rule, right? Mm-hmm. And then he basically screwed them over, you know? And uh, my buddy Beaker had a, a base at his house, and we called him up, and we we're like, yo, we need this base for this show or whatever. And he was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm out of town. Like, you guys are fucked, whatever. Find somebody else. And then so we we're like, nah. <laughs> so we went to his house, and then we just – we. We broke into his house, basically. We broke into his room. You know, he was our friend. And then we went in, we <laughs> took his bass. We went and we played this crazy show. Uh, yeah, they were like, can you guys sound check? And we were just doing like, you know, you know, like, as my guitar gently weeps type shit. Yeah. You know, we're just acting like we're a, a soft rock band, radio rock band. <laughs> and, then, and then we got the green light and that's when we, we hit the death metal pedals and and people were like putting their hand, like the old ladies were putting their hands on their ears and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so
2: there was and there was another story where you were like, uh, you were talking about how you you were like walking down the street and you took uh, this skateboard or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like I guess you had a girlfriend with who had like some guy's guitar or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Christina. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was my first electric guitar. There you. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, oh, okay. I
2: did my research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen to way too much Necroelectric. Shout out for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That was her stepdad's guitar, and I was like, "Can I, can I just steal this?" And she, she was like, "Uh, sure, I guess." And I just went out the <laughs> window.
2: That's awesome. Also, didn't you have a point where you were breaking records on stage or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Uh,
1: so we used to in San Jose. I was in a band. It was a screamo band called Unconventional Thought Process. Yeah. And we had a, a point where we were we really had a, a really big following at, at one point in time and we played a festival called Rise of the Underdogs. And it had like all kinds of fucking, just like like a First Blood, like just a bunch of really cool screamo hardcore bands. And my thing was that I used to go to the thrift stores and I'd buy a bunch of Beethoven records and I would just break them just to be kind of like stupid and artsy. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I would throw them into the crowd, right? And, you know, people write stories about it, like "oh, this guy's weird," you know. Yeah. Uh, but at Rise of the Underdogs, uh, I was breaking them and throwing them into the crowd, and kids were picking them up and they were cutting each other with them, <laughs> <laughs> and like a big brawl broke out, and yeah, I got banned from from doing that. <laughs> One more <he's> lawsuit's go- <laughs> threatened.
2: Uh, how many venues do you think you've been
1: banned from? Uh, in that band, particularly at least like twenty or thirty.
2: Holy hell!
1: Yeah, we were. We were all about just like the highest energy that we could bring. And, That's awesome. And we had a, a core following that went to almost every show, and I that was at my uh, I had nothing to lose at that point yeah. in my life, you know. Definitely. And uh, it, we brought that energy to every show. Heck yeah, no, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, the um, I mean you've probably heard some stories about the the San Francisco ballroom. Yes. Yeah, we were. We were. You want to hear that story? <laughs> yes. All right. So. <laughs> So again we <laughs> another booker had just seen the numbers. Mm-hmm. They had seen our numbers in San Jose, seen the numbers in, our, in San Francisco. Uh they had this big thing it was called the uh Suicide Girls Ball and they had just a bunch of bands and suicide girls and everything. And the whole entire thing was like bands that were like the Used and you know like um Taking Back Sunday mm-hmm. like kind of heavy but not 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 yeah. not not what we were bringing. And um, they were like, okay, well we had a, a band cancel out. Can you guys come? And we're like, yeah, for sure. We're there. And then uh, we, we put it out to all of our hardcore fans. And then uh, the guy was like, show up there like an hour early. There's like a press thing for the San Francisco uh, newspaper. And then we showed up and there was like a line to talk to them. So we're like, fuck it. Let's go get like some apple beer. Cause they have like these apple beers <laughs> down the street. <laughs> and then, so we missed our, our press thing. And we're the second from the headliner. And, uh, so we came back, and the dude was, like, bitching us out and all the stuff. And he only had two security guards, one at the door and one on the the top balcony area kind of watching everything because it was a real chill, like, you know, a lot of these kind of people, like, mm-hmm. you know, doing that kind of shit. And then, uh, and then when it was our turn to come up, the place was packed. Everybody had a bunch of drinks. And then all of our fans were outside smoking and just being delinquents. And then they all kind of funneled into the middle of the thing. You could see a sea of black T-shirts, like, coming into this, like – hipster fucking <laughs> event and uh the suicide girls were, were being like stupid they were like there was two of them and they were like making dudes do push-ups and like mm-hmm. just like dumb shit and they were like and they had these little gift bags and they were going on and on and on with like like just these dumb rituals that they're making people do so i was like all right enough of this shit right and then i just went and i kicked the the bags into the crowd and then i kicked one and they had a beer mug in it and it like went flying and it hit a girl in the head <laughs> at the bar and so the security guy's freaking out and then the sound guy i told him hey man like get the mic stand away from me because like mic stands like in that band where like i got hit in the head I, people almost get impaled by those things right so i'm like don't give me a mic stand just put the mic on the stage and we're good you know and he was a fucking asshole and he didn't want to be told what to do so he took it and he wrapped it all the way up the mic stand so i couldn't do it so i got there and then i saw that after i kicked the bags in and my, my people are getting rowdy. And I'm like, all right, so I just undo it, which is a big no no had a show. It's like what? and I unravel the whole thing and, and then I pick it up and I javelin it right into the the green room door on the side of the stage, it just stuck right in there. There was a, a girl a little girl punk band. They were like a San Francisco like I forgot their name, but they're they were chilling in the green room and it just stabbed through the door. And they're like, What the fuck? <laughs> and then uh yeah, and then I just plugged it back in and then we were just we opened up the pit. And, like, they had no control of the venue. And we just went fucking nuts. <laughs> and then we got banned. Oh, so then we had a great time, pretty much. There was a fight broke out at the end. And then we we went home. And then a few days later, I got this letter. Mm-hmm. Or it was an email. And it, it said, like, you're the most disrespectful, like, um, unresponsible, like, ridiculous band who I've ever worked with. You guys will, will never play this venue again. You'll never play a, it was um something monkey productions you never, never do that again or whatever and i uh, printed it out and framed it and then a year later uh as an add-on we got an email that said hi it was another booker from that company he said i was reviewing your numbers and mm. wanted to invite you to the the suicide <laughs> girls ball and i was like yes i would love to play that <laughs> and then uh but then the, then the owner guy he intercepted it and shut it down got <laughs> it, yeah. got it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Freaking. Balls A. to the wall, dude. <laughs> so
2: uh, is there any particular, like, artists that inspire you that you look at?
1: Uh, I mean, locally here is what inspired me to start painting again. You got you know, my boy Scuba who who's on yeah. your show. You got Lori Love. You got Zach. You got uh, Russell Campbell, uh, Armando Ramirez, Danny Flores, um, T. Aguilar, um, you know. Alley, these. all these people, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a huge, like, melting pot for, like, just a ton of, like, painters and stuff like yeah. that. And, and everybody's artists. got their own little style. It's, it's really cool. It's kind of badass, for sure. It's definitely been cool to see, like, your style, like, completely, like, change. Because I remember when you were doing it on, like, just the sheets of paper, and it was black and white. And then you mm-hmm. got brought in the color, and then they got bigger, and then the freaking furniture came in. It was just like, holy shit, how many of these is he going to do? Yeah. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I remember there was a point where I was ha- trying to have a competition with you in my head. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do as many pieces as he does. And I lasted about six days.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have like uh, an extreme OCD. So like if if I don't have anything to do, I'm a total asshole. If you ask my wife, like... <laughs> yeah. like I need like ten things going on. I need chaos like at all times. Yeah. And um. And once I fixate on something, like I just it becomes part of my life. And yeah, I paint probably two three pieces a day. That's awesome. You know, I mean that's <laughs> so. that's 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 that's
2: like the biggest record that I know. It's it's like yeah. I can't do that just yet. But yeah,
1: definitely. So, uh, so you went to art school in high school. What do you think about that? Yeah, Glenn Hair was really fun. It was it was like it was it wasn't like a traditional art school is a trade school. So they focused on like, you know, like the bullshit, like become a graphic designer to make greeting cards. And this is how you print them industrially, you know? Yeah. So like the
2: business side of it kind of a way.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you had projects you had to actually, they had real clients, like companies in Reno that would come to the school and be like, Hey, I, you know, I'm opening a coffee shop, you know? And that's when I, I hated, even though I I do graphic design now Mm -hmm. for a few companies, um, but I hated it in high school because in that class, because like, yeah, the cop, it was a tire shop was my first one. And I, I did like a super elaborate, like uh tire logo and I thought it was super cool. And then this other asshole just did like a little circle with like a cheap lettering. Yeah. And then they went with him and then it's like, you know, <laughs> you just spent
0: all that time working on
1: yeah. that. Yeah. And then, and then the, I don't like working like I work well with others, but not really, you know yeah. what I mean? Definitely. Like, as a collective, you know, I can lift people up, mm-hmm. I, I feel like. But, I like, if me and Zach had to, like, do something at the same time, like, I, would, I don't know. I'd, I'd fucking lose my shit, you know same. what I mean? Yeah, no, I but I could, you. like, I could draw something and, and you could do add that, to it, Yeah. You know what I mean? And that would work, you know? Yeah. But, but, yeah, I just... I don't know. It doesn't play well with others. That makes total sense. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: most artists. I feel like that's a lot of artists, though. I mean, like, it's it's very much like you have your specific idea that you want to get you across, and then it's like you can hand that off, but, like, working with two people with that same creative mindset is a bitch and a half, because, yeah. like, getting it to, like, work and flow correctly is just one of the most impossible things I've ever done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, music, like, fucked it over for me, because, like... I've had multiple bands, and these were with, like, Lifetime Friends, and we we put so much energy into these things, you know, making these records, like, working all these jobs to make the money to pay for these, to go on these little tours and to do this and do that, and then one of them just goes, like, I'm out, you know, I'm over it, you know? And then it's, like, that's why I just went solo, and then, you know, and then when me and Kylie got together, you know, obviously, like, if she bounces, we got bigger problems. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, so, definitely. But, yeah, I think that like, kind of traumatized me in a weird way. That's why, like, my band now, it's like my main person that I always write with is Greg Shepard. He's, yeah. like, one of my best friends in the whole entire world. And then I've I've rotated bass players and drummers. But right now, Corey Zimmerman's playing bass and uh, Landon's on drums. Definitely. That's and awesome. They're, they're cool. When it comes to songwriting, what are your
2: inspirations for that? Like, you know, what are you like pulling from? Like personal experience, that kind of shit.
1: Uh, kind of whatever is happening at the time. Like you can you could look at my life and see like in my darkest days, I'm I'm playing like straight deathcore. Yeah. Like <laughs> fight your music, you know. And then, yeah. Like, nowadays is like I'm having a lot of fun right now. Yeah. You know, with everything like having these events because it's weird. Like where I was from, I would do the same kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like I had the tattoo shop. I'd have these events, I'd, but nobody would come. Nobody gave a fuck, you know? And yeah. then here, for whatever reason, people are, like, they're into it. Well, it's a rarity out here. I think that's yeah. the thing, is it's not
2: something that's normal. And, like, so people, like, are like, oh, shit, there's something going on. I got to be a part of that. Because, like, it happens so few and far between out here, it seems like. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? So it's, like, once something pops off and it's actually genuine, everyone's like, oh, fuck, I want to get on board. And it'll bring all the freaks and everybody out. That's Yeah, because like awesome. the
0: freaks here, they, they're kind of, like... By the way, we're putting grade. ourselves
2: in that group
1: as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <we're> not <laughs> yeah. I have heard that like people will be like, "Oh, every once every like five years, somebody will have like of an event, one event, and then yeah. it, and that's kind of it until the next one." Yeah, where we're like, you know, just it's like the artists. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're constantly just knocking them out. And you guys are constantly at like the shop,
2: like having like I saw you guys had like a music event, like you had like a person yeah. playing well, music. That one's
1: and, Kylie. Um, Kylie, she's that's why I married Kylie is because she's very similar. Like yeah. all the chicks that I've ever dated and stuff before they always want to like you know change you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not to sound like like a chauvinist or something but uh it, pretty much every relationship i ever had until kylie like people they didn't go go with it yeah you know? they're always going against it definitely and uh she's just as we have the very similar personality traits and she she dives very much into the same kind of work you know what i mean yeah. modern ministry she's knocking out new designs constantly definitely you know and then her taxidermy like if she has spare time she's doing that she's working on the store and um that's that's her event it's cocktails and crystals heck yeah and uh that we have tarot card readers there yeah. and, and then uh yeah we just incorporated um some live music with isis lee that's about us. and i think we're gonna have T. aguilar yeah Aguilar. I, I always call him Aguilera. <laughs> Aguilera. Shout out to Christina. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's bad. And y'all
0: have a kid, too. So, yeah. damn, work-life balance. <laughs> Let's go. Bane Draco Skillington. Bane
1: Draco Skellington. <laughs> Bain Draco Skell- well, <laughs> that's why we moved to Texas is because of him. Because uh, So, after I closed my tattoo shop, I took a, a marketing job, basically, and I would have to commute an hour and a half, and this is when he was first born, and then work eight hours, and then commute another hour and a half, sometimes two hours back home. And then I'm barely seeing him. Mm-hmm. Here we I go and I work like constantly until about one o'clock. And then me and Kylie switch out and she'll run the store. Mm-hmm. And then I spend time with Bane and you know when he naps, I paint.
2: That's awesome and stuff. And That's a hell all of my a lot of little man. things. Yeah. So awesome. I actually
1: get to spend way more time with him now. So
2: Heck yeah. Bane Draco Skellington. That if he is not like just the <laughs> baddest rock star, like yeah. the bad like it's gonna be the <laughs> biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. That is the baddest name ever. <laughs>
1: He's living up to it. Hell yeah. I'm we, sure. we recently painted all the walls in our house black, like nice, yeah. because I turned my back for like 2 seconds and he grabbed a Sharpie and drew on every white wall. <laughs> <laughs> like I I I don't I was amazed at the amount. I was almost not even mad because I was like, "How? <laughs> How, dude?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to call Kylie. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. She's like, what were you doing? I was like, I was painting. I, I turned around for two seconds. Literally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kids will be kids, man. That's yeah. awesome. But now our house looks way cooler anyways.
2: Oh, well, I'm sure. I'm sure. So you, um, I imagine you guys live in like a castle on like some, hill, <laughs> with like a bunch of bats flying around, like, or like maybe the Munster
1: house in <laughs> the wish. middle of
2: Woodway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's
1: in Woodway. So it's, I, we have a lot of elderly neighbors. <laughs> I don't know. It's a really random. It's it's a nice area. I don't know. That's awesome. That's freaking awesome. I am gonna paint my house black though. Really? Yeah, black and white. Oh my gosh! Right now it's brick and white.
2: Like the Beetlejuice, like lines going up and down. No,
1: nah, just black brick with like the the white trim with the. Black roof. I'm just shooting ideas out. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: just like, it's like, that's the house. (laughs) There it is. Then people know where you're at and be like, oh no. (laughs) Have
1: you ever been to my house? No. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll invite you guys. Heck yeah. Yeah, We have little get togethers all the time. Appreciate it. Yeah. That'd be amazing. That's always cool.
2: (laughs) Freaking A. So, uh, yeah, man. So, what do you think of like the art trends like spin art, flow art, like the guys that just like take like a can of paint, throw it over something and just kind of.
1: I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever, yeah, I mean i I like like your art you you have abstract backgrounds, but I feel like you need substance, yeah, you know what I mean, like you add you focus on on an image in the middle of the ball, and Definitely. sometimes multiple images, and it's you, you need you need more than just the splatter, yeah. to, in my opinion, yeah, unless it's like Russell Campbell's done some really cool kind of like flowy paintings. Yeah, definitely. They kind of remind me of like, maybe like an ocean at night or something. Like if it, if it kind of has that vibe, then that's cool. But you know, people just like putting shit on a string. It's like, I feel like, yeah, I don't think there's much skill like when it comes to that. Like, if there's no passion.
2: Yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, if, if you want to do an abstract piece, like, make me feel like you're doing something. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's where I get in.
1: Or cut yourself or give yeah. it like some interesting, like, yeah, like give it some Jackson <laughs> Blood Pollock. <splatter>. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: I don't know. Like, Jackson Pollock's, like, you can look at those things for days and, like, they still look badass and they still look like they've, like, there was something in and there.
1: Well, and he, he used a lot of different techniques to, like, to do things, it wasn't. I feel like when I when I see a lot of that stuff, it, it's it's you know it's kind of all the same, you know. Yeah, and it's
2: all passe, and it's it's just it's all been been done and then 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 done. And then done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like anyone can do it, but if you can do it well and
1: like add something new to it, I think it's good. I yeah, know. for sure. But, but if you need a DeWalt drill to to make a painting, like <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, I love that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I was going through TikTok the other day, which. I don't know why I'm on that thing. It's just social media, I guess.
1: I mean, I do like watching those dudes in like Peru or whatever, where they'll 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 just do this random shit, mm-hmm. you know, because they've done it like a thousand times, and then yeah. they keep going, and then at the very end, they're like, and it's like this crazy, like <laughs> you know portrait or sunset oh yeah
2: or it's upside down and it's just like then they flip it over it's a portrait of like obama or something like that the mona
1: lisa you're like what the fuck definitely
2: (laughs) yeah i was flipping through the other day and the dude had a dewalt drill and but he had drawn something in the middle like he drew something in the middle put all the paint around it and then spun it oh i saw
0: that and And i'm like you don't even see what it is anymore because there's just paint everywhere
2: Huh. Yeah, it, I mean, it was, it, was, it was better than... I mean, something.
0: I guess it's entertainment, <laughs> but, like... I don't
2: know. And now art's getting to that weird point where it's, like, stress-relieving.
1: and like yeah. Oh, know. yeah, yeah, like, those videos where people just, like, cut Play-Doh or yeah. whatever. I'm yeah, just <laughs> like,
2: dude, like, oh, God. Like, to me, that's low art. Remember in school where they would tell us, like... Fucking drawing monsters or fantasy shit was, like, low art. Like, comic books was low art, stuff like that. And, like, high art was, like, what we were talking about, like, Mona Lisa. No. That's high art. And, like, all that's high art was skill. But all this other shit, to me, is, like, low art. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) I just want to know the mental state of somebody that's, like, cutting sand or, like, the soap thing, like. Are they just like? They're probably s- like serial killers or something. Yeah. Like they're like that OCD.
2: They're just that I calm. I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I'd be like shaking and just like, like <laughs> nope, looking like he's about to cut a key bump of cocaine. Oh my God. <laughs> key bump. Key bump. I'm not even sure I'd know what that is. But um. somebody was dressed you specifically at the bar. said key bump. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not sure. I know what that is.
2: I watched Pulp Fiction twice. <laughs>
0: Okay. Somebody on Halloween was dressed as a key bump and coke. It was like a couple's that was their costume. Whole costume. Yeah, like yeah. the girl had cotton, and then the dude was dressed like a key. <laughs> it
1: was so bad. And Zach's like, yes. <laughs> <Key bumps.
2: laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: Shout out to Zach's mom, dude.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, she was
1: she was something else.
2: <laughs> Shout out to True Love, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> providing us with that story. Yeah, there were oh, some man. interesting
1: costumes that night. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah, we went. You guys hooked us up. We <laughs> you got me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that was funny, actually. So, like, Sevy like, runs up to me, and she's, like, just talking really fast. And it's, it like, there's karaoke going on, and I'm like... She, said, she says a name, and then she says, I'm just trying to get him in. He's in line. I don't know what to do. Da-da-da-da-da. Can you let him in if I pay you? Da-da-da. I'm like. You pay you? And you, like, to bribe you?
1: <laughs> and Shout just, out to Seve, dude. Dropping them bills, <laughs> dude. I'm just
2: like, I, d- I don't know. I can't really do that. And she, so she runs off. I'm like, nothing's connecting in my head. And then I see Kylie coming in. And I was like. Oh, I know exactly the, the person she was talking about. And I come out and you're in your like Dracula cloak and I was like, Oh fuck me <laughs> Here we go And I'm like, what am I gonna do here? And this is gonna be incriminating as in hell.
1: But <laughs> Oh yeah, you're smooth or you're, you're ready don't for this one. This. <laughs>
2: So I'm like, I like walk out and there's a huge line of people and I look over at Sean. I'm like, Hey man, you're here for that business meeting. And yeah, Sean's he, like, he said that so loud.
1: So I was at the end of the line. Right. And then, uh, Kylie was like, uh, or somebody, Kylie or Sevi, somebody yeah, was like, come to the front by the door. I was like, all right, cool. And then I could hear everybody like, what the fuck? Where's he going? What the fuck? You know? And then I'm by the door, just like on my phone. And then Zach comes out. He's like, are you here for that business meeting? <laughs> Like, yeah, well, let's go talk to the manager. He's talking to the manager. You know, I was like, smooth, dude. It wasn't.
2: Oh, God. That's so uh, I'm like as smooth as one of those like sp- spike rubber balls that you buy in Walmart. The ones that you like throw at a wall and it blinks.
1: It was yes. tight, though. That's
2: about it.
1: So yeah. Uh, so you're the door dude. You just go out and be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: but you know me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kind of a teddy bear. But damn it, now everyone's going to have true love and be like, ah, oh, he doesn't matter. Everybody's going to listen
0: to this and be like, <laughs> give you shit for like the next two weeks about it.
2: Well, we'll see. We'll see. So after this, I'm going to need a job. So anybody <laughs> <laughs> looking to employ a giant teddy bear, please let me know. But anyway, I think that's all the time we got, guys. Oh, So, thank you for coming in, Sean. I really appreciate it. Always cool. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Not your mama's. Not your mama's. Not your mama's art show. Yeah. Yeah. Not your mama's art show. Yeah. Wherever we go, it's not your mama's art show. Yeah. 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 Not your mama, not your mama's art show, yeah, not your mama's art show, This has been Rogue Media Network
0: Podcast.